the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. To be sure, when we look at the judges in the book of Judges, we see glimpses of Jesus. And with Othniel, there was a bride to be acquired, a business that was requested, a battle to engage, and today, a blessing to the community. Join us. Way of Grace, next. And again, hello, welcome to Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastan from Grace Bible Church right here in Hayward. Today we are back in the book of Judges, chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. We also have a little bit of time we'll spend in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 as we take a look at Othniel and the blessing that he brings to Israel from his rescue, if you will. The similarities with Jesus are quite clear. Join us for a very encouraging look at the book of Judges. Here's Pastor Jesse with today's broadcast. Judges chapter 3, verse 8. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. See it? And he sold them. All right, might as well get it. And he sold them. Now, see, what this is, is in their freedom, they engaged in whoredom. In their freedom. So their freedoms actually became their fetters. Their freedom became their fetters because their free choice to engage in spiritual whoredom, they were under the delusion that they can go back and forth anytime they wanted to. This is the delusion that we fall into when we get trapped into addictions. We think we can control it. But in reality, it's gradually controlling us. So that freedom became their fetters. That's the way Psalm 105 puts it. They were bound in fetters and irons. This is exactly what we mean by God warning in chapter one. There'll be snares. They will snare you. Now, the reason they're snared now is because God backed up and sold them. Now, we, we don't even want to stay there. We don't even want to go there. Because, see, this is exactly what Romans chapter one, verse 19 through 26 was teaching. Right? Because when they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. They paid lip service to him. See, when you glorify God as God, you glorify him as the true and living God. In all of his attributes, in all of his qualities, and all of his lordship over our life. Is that not true? If you just play church, you are not glorifying God. You glorify God when he has the right to rule and say and determine whatever you do, wherever you are, under whatever circumstances you are. Even if we don't like it, you ain't got to like it. God can put up with you not liking it. You can actually say, I don't like this, Lord, but have your way, have your way, have your way. (laughs) And apart from that, you're going to experience the brutal mercies of God. Do you know what the brutal mercies of God are, according to Romans 1? And God gave them up. 
He gave them a paradigmai. He sold them to their lust. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me. And they were there eight years. All right. Kushan Rishathayam. The term kush, kush. Uh, the A is a, a fixation. Kush is our word. That's the beginning. That word kush, kush, risha, diem. Risha, risha is the uh, main noun there. Risha, risha, kuth, risha. The word risha means wicked, wicked, wicked. Da'im is what is called a plural stem ending, a plural ending like when we go Elohim, right? Jehoiakim, it's an extending ending where you get your plurality. And guess what the text is saying? Kushan Rishthaim is a double wicked king. He's a double wicked king. He's a double wicked tyrant. God gave them over to a double wicked king, a double wicked tyrant because they worship pagan gods of which he was over. See, they thought that they could worship the gods of the king and not become the slave of the king. That's the nation I'm in. God, help my people to get it. Every one of these kings are called tyrants. You know what a tyrant is? Somebody that rules over you despotically against your autonomy, telling you what they want to tell you and telling you going to do what they want you to do. Now, this is wild. Because that's exactly where I am in my country. My crazy reprobate government thinks it can just tell me I'm going to be what they want me to be. And they're going to punish me if I don't agree with them. Down to my children in the school. And we're sitting around thinking it's cool. When the government is going to reinforce with punishment, if you don't buy into their redefining you according to the way they want to define you. I'm so glad I got the book of Daniel chapter one, two and three, where some brothers stood up and say, I know who I am by the grace of the living God. And I could care less what you would want to do to me, King Never. We've been through this before. I've been bought with a price I have been atoned for by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am his elect, justified freely by his grace. I've been born again, and I cannot not be born again. It won't happen. You can take me. You can beat me. You can threaten me. I am what I am by the grace of the living God. And by the grace of God's spirit, I'm going to continue to be a child of the living God. When you strap me down in feathers, when you put me in the prison, when you beat me down, when you shame me, when you censor me, when you get everybody to hate on me, the reality is this is a straight and narrow way anyway. This is a straight and narrow way anyway. Let's just keep it real. Whosoever is on the Lord's side, let him stand on the Lord's side and be ready to deal with whatever comes down the pipe. Now, this is the way real Christians are taught how to think and act. Now, all we're doing when we put our banner up like this is finding ways strategically in this world to be evangelical as we are both apologetic and resolved to be exactly what God has called us to be. Do you understand what I just stated? All right, I'm getting to my last point because here in this first captivity... We are dealing with a very measured period of captivity under this double wickedness. 
And this double wickedness, as I stated to you earlier, is being met by a multiplied righteous servant of which, as I stated, Othniel and Caleb are. So this is how God meets wickedness. He meets wickedness with righteousness. So you got this wicked king who is doing all of this vile and perverse stuff. And you got this righteous judge who is a great type of Christ and his family. Am I making sense? That's the nature of the gospel and the purity of the word of God when it is properly presented to the world and the worldview is presented through it so that God's people can know what's right from wrong when the teaching is comprehensive. All right, that's Othniel for us. And I love what happens here. Othniel became a judge with power. We accept that, don't we? Paul made this clear. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in what? And then he clearly laid out in Colossians 1.29 that that power was working in him. I love Paul. I love me some Paul. I got about 15 minutes with you. I love me some Paul because you know what I learned about Paul? Paul loved people enough to be candid with them about his struggles for them. Like if you read Paul carefully, you read a lot of his heart. See, like he ain't one of those, those pastors that's aloof and, you know, after he get out the pulpit, he got to go have a drink because he didn't say what he should have said. That'll come in a minute. That'll come in a minute. Because you got pastors like that, okay? I should have said this. I should have said that. Well, why didn't you say it? If it was the truth of the gospel, why didn't you say it? Do you fear God or fear men? Are you in this for a paycheck or for the glory of God? Which one is it? Which one is it? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Well, they're going to be offended. Of course they're going to be offended. We're all offended. Get over it. So, so now if you're right, you, you, you condition your church. I tell pastors, my people, the folks I pastor, they got to put up with me offending them because I'm just going to tell it like it is. If you're God's elect, the truth is going to put you down and his grace going to come around and help you get right with that truth and then pick you up and put you right back in your place. And you're going to thank God for that truth so that no one is lying to you. That's what Paul meant in Acts 20 when he says, I have not shunned to, to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. No man will be able to tell God that I didn't tell you the whole truth about everything going on in God's world when men are rising up to take over God's authority when God has given the prophet to tell it like it is. Speak my word. And we don't live in that kind of world anymore. And we don't have these kind of Christians anymore. Because we trap between Kush. He, he's an African too. Now all you need to do is go back. He's one of the sons of Ham. So God used an African to take down an African. I love that. That's the gospel under there. It'll, it'll come out. All right, so just, I just, whatever y'all got going on. See, this tells you that God is no respecter of persons. I like that. Don't you like that? Don't you like that? Um, it's so very important for us to understand these principles that are being laid out here. And here's the thing that, that you need to get. Um, Othniel is being lifted up. The text says he's raised up and, and endowed with the spirit of God because we are to focus in on that singular savior motif. And that savior is Jesus. Y'all got that? We see, we already have the answer. We already have the answer. Christian's trying to figure out what to do. What do you mean? What the do? God has already done it. 
right? God has placed all power in his hand, all authority, all dominion, all rule is in his hand. And he made it plain. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, the whole counsel of God, and I will be with you unto the end of the world. Did he not say that? And if he was a liar, you and I wouldn't be the church we are today, 2,000 years later. Jesus is still here. His spirit is still here. He's still bringing us up out of these crazy pits. He's still healing the saints. He's still redeeming us. He's still chasing down his bride hither and yon. He's still offering the price of his grace to bring her into the bosom of his kingdom. This is what our next point is going to close out on. Paul says, whereunto I also labor, striving according to my working. See, ladies, this is where we are in our study, right? Work out your salvation with fear and trembling because it is God that works in you the will and to do of his good pleasure. Do you see that? God always works in us. He always works in us if we will but submit to him. He always works in us. He paid for you to work in you. He paid for you to work in you. Whereunto I labor uh, striving according to his working. See that word striving? That's our word fight. That's your word fight. Okay? Fighting according to his working, which works in me. How? Beautiful. Now I'll give you one more verse, Acts chapter 10, 38. Because everything that Christ, everything that we are in Christ, Christ was for us. I've been teaching you guys that axiomatic principle, have I not? So all you have to do is see how Christ was in this world, and you'll know how you and I are to be in this world. And as sons of God, we should know that we have the Father with us and that we have the Spirit of the living God with us. You cannot be a son of God and not be attached to the Father. And you will do what God is calling you to do when you recognize that you can do all things through him that strengthens you. But it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Listen to it. How that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the what? And with what? There it is. That's the motif going to be running through the judges. What I love about it is Othniel gets this superscription of being anointed with the Holy Spirit. It only gets done one more time, seven judges down, when we come to Brother Samson. I can't wait to get there. But I've said this before. When you have a Philistine-like culture like we live in, you need a Samson-like gospel to deal with it. Do you understand that? You, 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 no, Gideon ain't going to work for that kind of thing. I'm sorry, Gideon ain't going to. Gideon cool. But when you get down to the Philistines, because the Philistines is that thing right up against your nature. It's called the flesh. You need the power of God that operates in the motif of Samson. You understand that? When we get there, we'll figure that out. That's why I love me some Samson. Love me some Samson. He's a one-man wrecking crew. He didn't even need lieutenants or sergeants. He didn't need no deltas. He didn't need no betas. He wasn't going to have no gammas and no omegas. And in his death, he wiped out all of the Philistines and made the way for the people of God to advance in their, in their move from the judgeship to the monarchial rule. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. That's our brother Othniel. That's our brother Othniel. Now watch this. 
Go back to our text. I want to I partake of the table. I'm just going to utter these things fundamentally and simply. A battle was engaged and he judged with power because he was a type of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who operated with power, as did the apostles. He went out to war and he fought the good fight of faith and he won, did he not? And so he prevailed. Look again at our text, chapter 3, verse 10. He prevailed. I love this. This is New Testament language as well. This is the Nekios doctrine. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him, judged Israel, went out to war, and the Lord delivered Cushan Rishathim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand and into his hand, and his hand prevailed against Cushan Rishathim. He prevailed, he prevailed, he conquered, he triumphed, he subdued. Verse 11, and the land had rest 40 years. Three words I want to put there. God is good. God is good. God is good. I mean, God is good. And I want you to get it because I could unpack that, but it's time for us to wrap it up. When we say God is good, God will deliver us and bless us multiple times more than even our captivity when he wants to demonstrate that his grace abounds over our sin, right? Where sin abounds, grace doth much more abound. Eight years of captivity, eight years of slavery, eight years of bondage, eight years of perversion and being twisted and being conflicted and walking in false narratives and being trapped by systems that you didn't know would take you because of compromise. But when God showed up and bust the gates of hell and delivered his elect up out of that captivity, they were able to enter into rest five times longer than they were in the captivity. That means God gave them a whole generation to clean up and to get it straight and to establish a new family because 40 years is a generation. Very few times in the book of Judges do the kings reign for 40 years. Y'all understand that? That's a favorable tenor. That's a favorable tenor, 40 years. Now look under your last point. I'm done. I shouldn't, I should even just leave this alone, but I'm just going to highlight it. The people rested in their inheritance. Can you imagine that? Right. They were in trouble. The administration told them you got to pay taxes everywhere you go. That'll keep you from resting. You can only watch what we want you to watch, say what we want you to say, go where we want you to go. And if you don't do what we say, we're going to censor you and punish you. Point number two. And so they enjoyed their freedom from tyranny. Is anybody walking with me? Freedom. Whomsoever the son shall set free shall be free in day. If you are my disciples, you will continue in my word and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. The children of God are called to freedom because their master purchased that freedom. Well, you get to go back and look at all the stupid stuff you did. 
You get to repent of it. You get to change your ways. You get to breathe again. You get to go back to the prospering that God called you to. You get to go back to ruling where you were a slave. Do you understand? This is what our nation needs. But we won't get there until we go into the captivity that we're already in. And until we meet the conditions of verse 9. And they cried unto the Lord. Because see, we're not crying right now. We're not crying. That's why we're still trapped. Subpoint B, they enjoyed freedom and tyranny, and therefore they were able to remain married to God. How many of you guys know what I'm talking about? See, you sisters ought to know what I mean. That's a rest. That's a rest. When Jesus says, come unto, you, unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. He really meant, I will marry you. Didn't we learn that, ladies? Remember Naomi said to, to Ruth and Orpah, listen, I can't, I, I can't do for you but that which God can do. Now, you can go on back home and maybe you'll find a man. But, but Ruth said, no, girl, I'm with you. I'm one with you. I'm a true Hebrew. You know what she said? She said, wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever people you hanging out with, I'm hanging out with. Where you live, I'm living. Where you die, I'm dying. Naomi looked at that girl and said, ooh. All right, here we go. I'm going back to Judah. Come on. Because I have figured out that the Lord has visited Bethlehem and there's bread there now. God was turning them around. They get into Bethlehem and you know Naomi acts a fool. I'm martyr, I'm martyr. The Lord has dealt bitterly with me. Because you know that's what you're going to do. We're going to work on that with Martha and Mary. Both of their names mean that, bitter. And we have bitterness, don't we? But see, she had almost slipped into that identity and her sisters blessed her up out of it. And by the time we get to the end of chapter one, she's praying for Ruth to find rest. That's chapter one, verse nine. By the time we get to chapter root, root got, uh, chapter two, Ruth got a job. Did you know that? But y'all don't know that it was Naomi that hooked her up. Because she went back to the office down at the city hall and said, now which one of the kinsmen around here got business? She did the work. She did, she did the work. She said to Ruth, Ruth, go down the street, make a left, make a right. And go down about three blocks and just kind of hang out right over there. We'll see what the Lord will do. That's what she said. We'll see if the Lord's providence will move in. That girl came home that day with a sack full of food. She said, I met a man named Boaz. And Naomi said, okay. Okay, go on out there, keep working, and be good to that man. (laughs) And she came back and said, Boaz looked at me, and that's when Naomi knew that it was God's approval to give Ruth to Boaz. And she told Ruth, the man will not rest until he actually makes you his wife. And once he does, you get to enter into his rest. And that's what it means to be a Christian in Christ. We get to be brought into our 
husband's house and live off the totality of his resources and his goodness and his mercy and his kindness, right? That's what that means. So we thank God for Othniel, don't we? Because Othniel is a great picture of our Lord Jesus Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. And we have a rest in the Lord Jesus that is resources where you and I don't have to worry about a thing if we would just lean on him, right? Our God is able to supply you with every riches in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He's able to do it. Well, you have been listening to Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand from Grace Bible Church here in Hayward. If you have questions or comments about the program, maybe you would like to learn more about us here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Reach out to us by simply calling 510-886-9782, or you can visit our website, grace-bible.com. That's grace-bible.com. Sunday services here at the church are 1030 in the morning. Friday evening is our Friday evening Bible study at 6.30. And man, we've got friends of the ministry from all over the Bay Area who join us for this Friday night Bible study. It is an amazing time of God's Word and sweet fellowship in Christ. 6.30 in the evening Tuesdays, our prayer time and a short Bible study as well. These meetings, again, the directions and information of which you can find at our website, grace Bible. Or by calling 510-886-9782. This program continues to air here on this radio station and on the World Wide Web because you partner with us financially and prayerfully. Thank you for your support. No gift is too small. No gift is too large. And you can either give on a monthly basis or it's a one-time gift. It is all tax deductible, and again, the biggest part of your partnership with us is that we get to continue ministering the gospel of grace here in the Bay Area and all over the world. Consider that as you contact us and join us again next time for another broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastan. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.